Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. On this episode of Big Boys Don't Cry, we discuss the film American Pie. You don't have to have seen the film to enjoy the podcast, but if you do listen without having seen it, just be aware there may be spoilers. Enjoy. Scoop, scooby doo be doo up Yeah. It's been <laughs> 20 years since I watched this film. <laughs> Has it actually? I've not watched this since I was a young boy. That probably is about right, actually. Yeah. When when did... By the way, we're diving straight into it now that I've said that. Yeah. N- no other choice. Um, American Pie is this week's movie. Bye bye, Miss American Pie. I took the Chevy to the levee, but the levee was dry. What's the levee? Is the levee like a levee? You know, like on a river, like when the levee breaks. Yeah, that's what they. That's what they mean, isn't it? Yeah. So now I've already diverted on the tangent. But there you, <laughs> there you go. Unless they mean like a feudal levee of enlisting troops. Oh yeah, or like so a, maybe like a they, tax. Maybe they'd run dry of of enlisting people from a town. Don McLean drove his Chevy to a town where there was a levy, and he paid the levy. Yes. <laughs> um, no, I think it means yeah, the 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 river, um, stopping stopping flooding. Yeah, which is a good thing. Yes. But yeah, American Pie. Gosh. So yeah, I I think I hadn't seen this since probably around the same time, or at least I think when I was at school or a teenager. I think it was a film that we used to watch like regularly, me and my friends at school, or semi regularly, you know. Um yeah, but I don't think we came on it we came upon it when it came out. It would have been a sort of a couple of years later when you could get hold of DVDs and VCDs and stuff. Because we'd have been too young to see it in the cinema. I believe it was rated a fifteen when it came out in ninety nine. Yeah, so I was I was eleven. Or, yeah. Or, yeah, eleven or ten, depending on what time of the year this came out. Um, so I would not have been able to see it at the cinema, but I imagine that pretty soon afterwards, one of one of us will have got hold of a copy on video slash DVD. Yeah, and uh, and watched it. This is, but I haven't seen it since then. Um, it wasn't something that I watched regularly. Um, I would say, in fact, that I watched Road Trip more regularly than this. Yeah. See, we also watch Road Trip occasionally, which also stars Sean William Scott. Is that right? That's right, yeah. But I have fewer memories of Road Trip. I definitely remember watching it, and obviously we know that Euro Trip then happened because we did an episode of Euro Trip. We haven't done Road Trip yet, <laughs> we so haven't we should do that trip. at some point. Yeah. But American Pie was a really like canonical film at my school. It was like we were quoting it endlessly. That's why I started by doing the scooby-doo-be-doo-wop, because that was a thing that me and my mates used to do, just like walking up and down the school corridors to each other. Oh, yeah, that's good. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, it, yeah, it, it's funny. It's one of those things where, yeah, I, I saw it, but yeah, this didn't leave a lasting legacy on my, um, on my consciousness of the time. To be honest, yeah. And I think if I'd watched it on my own and then just kind of moved on, I wouldn't have cared. But because I think I watched it with a group of mates, we had that kind of young boy camaraderie around it. I mean, we were the perfect age and the perfect setting for this film to feel impactful and meaningful at the time. And I stress at the time. <laughs> At the time, so at the time you were watching 
um you you were watching um yeah them just basically share someone's um illicit material online without their consent and thinking lol yeah all now even in 1999 they were doing that i mean that's obviously that's a very common problem on that online now but i was also thinking there's no way they'd have had a good enough internet connection to manage that stream, <laughs> even low res. <laughs> even low. Like res. half the time you join a Zoom meeting these days on like super fast broadband, and there's always one person who's cracking up. Maybe it was a local area network thing. Maybe they had some kind of special connection. Running was it a LAN party? Maybe it was a LAN party where it was running underground <laughs> to the to the other computers. Did you used to have LAN parties? I had a couple of LAN parties. They were great. Yeah, bring bring your bring your laptops round, stick them all together with some cables, and play play games. Yeah, can't imagine that. So much nicer than playing games online. I'm showing my age here, but online multiplayer is the worst thing in the world in comparison to to face to face multiplayer. I don't think I've ever done online multiplayer gaming apart from with you and Rob Sherman, which was which is one of the greatest things I've ever done and I think we should start doing it again. <laughs> I really but. think we should for 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 our listeners um Paddy I and and our friend Rob Sherman played Stardew Valley together during lockdown on Sexy Boy Farm as it was called. Um and it was amazing. <laughs> It was, yeah. it was truly brilliant. It was one of the most soothing, yeah, and in, incredible experiences of my life. Stardew Valley, if you don't know, is a beautiful um, farming game. And it's all done in sort of 8-bit style, which is the only games that I play. So it worked for everyone. Yeah, it was uh, it was it was really nice. Um, you and Rob Sherman were productive and did adventuring and did farming and stuff. And I went through people's trash. Yeah. And that was that was basically our our, our our experiences for the months that we played. You that. start every session straight to the bins. It's like go a straight to the bins and see what you can scavenge from other people's stuff. That's 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 how Stardew Valley works. Everyone yeah. knows. Everyone knows that. <laughs> um, but yeah, so so we uh, yeah, I I played the odd bit of of LAN gameplay with my friends when I was younger but yeah nothing and then I did a little bit of online multiplayer back in the days before people had headsets and you could talk to other people right so this um, is pre-Leroy Jenkins that's yeah yeah so so probably a, I made a gaming reference you did make a very old gaming reference <laughs> um, probably 10 years old now uh yeah <laughs> older than that i think um but yeah i think yeah it it was around the time of leroy jenkins maybe a little bit before that that i was um yeah doing a little bit of a little bit of online multiplayer um but yeah nowadays it's just screaming children saying all sorts of horrible slurs and i have no time for it 2005 (laughs) leroy jenkins (laughs) yeah (laughs) we were in school this is only six years after american pie how how far culture came in those six years between between essentially yeah sharing sharing well I suppose it's not revenge porn but a similar kind of thing to Leroy Jenkins yeah what 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 an, what a shape what a different shape the internet was in it just progressed from you know low res images to yelling at people over the internet and shouting your own name at them whilst gaming yes yeah. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, but so, so your your so when did you watch this? Maybe not in nineteen ninety nine. Maybe no. two thousand two thousand. I'm going to guess year nine. I think that was yeah. when we started to get like 
That was the Chud era of all teenage boys, wasn't it? Yeah, so year nine for this is outside the UK. You're 13, 14. 13 going on 14. When, so. when you were a true piece of shit, sloppy steaks, slick back hair. <laughs> yeah, we used to um, go to Trifonis every weekend. <laughs> go to Trifonis every weekend. Slop but them but up, in terms boys. of, yeah, was that the era where people were like spiking their hair up with gel and starting to wear baggy jeans and listening to Limp Bizkit and, and Blink 182? And Blink 182. Yeah. So yeah, I, I, I do remember, I think, that we were already into Blink-182 and then this film came on and we were like, oh my God, Blink-182 are in this film in one scene, doing the worst acting I've ever seen. <laughs> yes, exactly, exactly. Um, so so what were your thoughts when you were a wee lad about American Pie then? Well, obviously at the time, it's kind of, especially as I went to an all-boys school as well, it was, a, it was you know, a highly misogynistic environment and very, you know, everyone was talking about sex and stuff all the time. So this film sort of almost kind of accurately mirrored our life apart from the fact that there were no girls around and we didn't have proms and stuff. So, but yeah, we were all, we all loved it and thought it was like one of the funny, funniest things we'd ever seen and used to refer to it all the time. So yeah, looking back on it, I think, watching it at any time I will always have a bit of nostalgia for it but I think I was able to detach this time and realize the bits that are problematic and realize that this film has not aged well whilst also there is there are some things to like about it and one of those things is of course Eugene Levy (laughs) oh maybe when he took the Chevy to the Levy he meant Eugene Levy maybe they went yeah bring the Chevy to Eugene Levy and his comedy never runs dry. That's true. That's the actual... That was the original lyrics. Yep. Um, so, <laughs> yeah. But he's very funny in this. That is something that has lasted incredibly well. The awkward dad. This is not a movie that has a particularly emotional dad speech in it. But instead it has awkward and well-meaning dad. Yeah. I remember there being more of an emotional dad speech than there was, actually. Um, but he is—he steals the show, Eugene Levy. And I actually—I watched this thinking that there would be more of him, but it was actually shorter than I remembered. It was like I think it clocked in at just pretty much a perfect ninety minutes, and it was like, yeah, that's fine. But give me some more Levy, you know? Yeah, exactly. Give me, give me some more. Give me some more. Because this was the first thing that I ever saw him in as well. Because you know, I then a year or two later, I think my dad started showing me the Christopher Guest films. And then I saw him do bigger roles in things like Best in Show, which is still one of my all-time faves. We should get around to talking about some of those films at some point. Yeah, yeah, we should do, you know. Um, it's, uh, it, it's, it's yeah, Best in Show is a movie that I've never seen, but I've heard incredible. You've never seen about. Best in Show? No, no, I've never oh, seen geez. it. Oh, is it? No, it's your choice next, isn't it? Yeah. It yeah, is. Well, it I will is, actually but, have to bump that up the list. But Best in Show, yeah, we can we can push that up. Um, so, so, yeah, so you, um, you had it, at that age and in that kind of misogynistic environment and you're right that it's got this this is a we've watched some horrible movies as part of this podcast and the way that this film starts off is up there with the most horrible ones in terms of it just being a nasty mean cruel film yeah Um, we've watched some really nasty stuff haven't we (laughs) We've watched what was it? Just Friends, which also has oh, um, what's his name in it from 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 this? Um, it, oh, Chris Klein. Yeah, um, Chris Klein is in both of those movies. Is that the Shermanator? No, no uh, Chris Klein um, is Oz. Oz. Oh, yeah, and then, that's right. I totally forgot about that. And then he plays Dusty Dinkleman in Just Friends. That's right. Yeah, the sensitive yeah. guy. The sensitive. He's got guy. a funny name. 
I hated that film so much. <laughs> which is whatever which problems is still... there are with American Pie is way better than just Friends. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, yeah. It's um, it's it it is a better film than that, and I think you know I'm gonna there's there's lots more we want to talk about he- here before we reach this point, but I want to say that the first hour and 10 minutes of this movie is among the worst things we've watched for this podcast. I cannot argue as, with watching that. It, watching it as a, as a 30-something man, this is a true piece of shit, not a shit piece, a true piece of shit. But it kind of reverts itself in the final 20 minutes into something that kind of has a good message. Yeah, it becomes a, the, real, the real American Pie is the friends we made along the way film, doesn't it? <laughs> Yeah, but but more than that, like I, I, I'll explain this a bit more after we've gone into a bit more detail about the horrible things, because I don't think it's fair to start this on a positive. We need to delve into the depths of American Pie. We need to talk about um, why people were wearing bucket hats. <laughs> but I do want to say that there's kind of a critique of toxic masculinity and a refreshing breakdown of gender norms at the end of this movie that I was very surprised in that I... Cause there's certain things you remember about this film and the end of this film is not one that I I remembered at all. Yeah, the thing is that you have to sit through a really long pooing scene to get to that, don't you? <laughs> among you other have to things. sit through all sorts of bodily fluids. I think every bodily fluid shows up in this movie. Maybe not blood. Is there blood? I don't remember there being any blood. I don't know if there's any blood, but everything else turns up in this film. Um, it is grotesque. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but I wouldn't say that it's it's a gross out comedy, is it? It's a sex comedy. Sometimes yeah. you can cover both bases, but it's not. It's not yeah, a gross the, the, out. this isn't this isn't even as gross out as Superbad, for instance. Um, we haven't done that, have we? Yeah, uh, um, it's uh, it's um, yeah. No, we haven't done Superbad, have we? We should do that at some point as well. Um, but but yeah, Superbad is a gross-out comedy, and that really is a we're friends and we should be friends as its sort of final talking point. Whereas this movie is kind of different, and it kind of it doesn't fall back onto rom-com tropes. Well, one of the storylines does fall back onto rom-com tropes, and I'm glad that that one's there because without that, there wouldn't be any heart to this film whatsoever. You mean the the lacrosse um, player who's actually a sensitive jazz singer? Exactly that famous that famous very specific, um, <laughs> famous very specific um, trope of the lacrosse player to jazz singer. That sounds like one of those things. You remember when we were in creative writing class, and our, one of our teachers would be like, "Yeah, like one of those rom com romantic pairings where you know their oppos- opposites attract, and he'd make a joke out of it, like a, a vegan being seduced by a sexy butcher or whatever." It's like it's along those kind of lines, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. It's uh, <laughs> Mills and Boone. Yeah, Mills and Mills and Boone for the Blink One Eight Two generation. <laughs> oh my God, that's what this is. Can, that's all that this you is. Can put that on the front of your DVD case in two thousand. American Boone One Eight Two. Yes, <laughs> Mills and Blink. Does that work better? Mills and Blink. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. Boone One Eight Two is quite good. That, that actually does sound, sound like a, um, a cool online character in World of Warcraft. 
I'm going to go start World of Warcraft just to have that character name if it isn't taken already. Um, is World of Warcraft still a thing? Can you still play that? It is still a very big thing. Just so you can talk about online gaming some more and how it's something I, I don't can, do and will never do. If Unless they make like a Castlevania multiplayer online thing, but they never will. Mate, do not tempt fate. That is a monkey's a monkey's finger on a monkey's paw curling down. A monkey's where uncle. you're like, I I wish there was an online multiplayer Castlevania game, and the finger curls, and then you don't know what you've asked for because oh, no. it's made by Konami <laughs> and it's full of NFTs and yo, God, <laughs> and gambling, yeah, they're gonna do it and with gambling NFTs. mechanics. Oh no, um, I'd I'd almost forgotten that NFTs existed. Um, I I can never forget now. Game, game. Sorry, welcome to the NFTs are destroying video games podcast, everyone. But various games publishers are desperately trying to push NFTs into their video games, and literally every video game fan is saying, um, "No, I don't want this. Why are you putting this into into our game?" So much so that um, some some game developers have already um, have already apologized for suggesting that they put nfts in their games and walked it back um others like ubisoft have released their or maybe it's activision no i think it's ubisoft have released their own kind of nfts onto the market and nobody's bought them oh good (laughs) so um yeah nfts not everyone is a fan of this definitely not a pyramid scheme um including the gamers who are not always the most articulate of populations shall we say but even the gamers are saying no to nfts at the moment good it's uh it's yeah it's 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 good but uh, you know nfts were not a problem in 1999 instead the problem was um the 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 problem was trying to get laid apparently trying to trying to have sexual intercourse with a woman yeah and to be fair there was nothing else to do in 1999 really was there they didn't have the internet although apparently they did but like they didn't have smartphones whatever they didn't have books there was nothing else to do um no it's it's uh it, it it's it's yeah it was a barren time there was no books there was no internet there was hardly any television all you had in 1999 was sticks and rocks and sex. Yeah. Hence why they care so much about sex in this movie. Sticks and rocks and sex. That's a, a lesser known Blockhead song. <laughs> That's what was on the poster for this film. <laughs> um, yeah, that, that, that's what, yeah. Uh, sticks and rocks and sex. And then underneath Mills and Boone for the Blink-182 generation. Sticks and rocks and sex. Five out of five. <laughs> Chud Weekly. <laughs> Chad Weekly. Um, so, so should we go over the, the the main characters of this movie? Then? Yeah. So it's set at a high school because really, it's a character-driven piece, isn't it? It's one of those. I don't know that. Could you call <laughs> it an ensemble yeah. cast? I, I think that's always un- this kind is of a silly an, term, but an ensemble cast Oscar bait movie. If ever I saw one, <laughs> yeah, um. <laughs> it's up there with Parasite or yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, it's it's yeah, it's it's exactly that. Um, where yeah, th- this movie should have won all the awards, really, shouldn't it? Nineteen ninety nine Oscars. Where was, <laughs> where was American Pie? Yeah, it's because the Academy hates things that are fun. Yeah, yeah. How how dare there be a movie with literal semen and poo and vomit in it that didn't win an Oscar? Yeah, the really long, loud, nice pooing scene, which, which every <laughs> film has to have. <laughs> But looking at it, there is a section for accolades on the Wikipedia page. It did win. Eugene Levy won a Blockbuster Entertainment Award for favourites of all oh, comedy hell actor. Yeah. 
Love it. Yeah. It won a Bogey Award. I don't know what that is. It won a Golden Screen Award. And it was nominated for a whole bunch of others. MTV Movie Awards and Teen Choice Awards and whatever. So, you know, it actually did win its share of awards at the time. Well, I'm <laughs> I'm glad to hear it. Just as a sign of what the world was like in 1999. Do you want to know what did win Best Picture in 1999? What won Best Picture? Shakespeare in Love. Oh, that's a terrible film. Which we haven't done. We should do that. Oh, really? It's so bad. Yeah, it's not good, is it? Um, we should do it at some point, though. How many rom-coms have won Best Oscar? We've done a couple, haven't we? Yeah, I feel like but, we've um, done some Oscar bait, but it's not really our bag. But yeah, no, It's not we, what we're we, here yeah, for. We should, no, we're here for American Pie. So, um, you've got Jim, you've, who is the, the really not good with women one. You've got Oz, who is the jock who wants to have sex. You've got Kevin, who's in a relationship and wants to have sex. Um, <laughs> you've got um, Finch, who is the one from the 80s John Hughes movie. Who is the poo who, man. Who's the poo man, who doesn't necessarily want to have sex, actually. It's not really his character arc. But in the end, he ends up having sex. But in the end, he ends up having sex. Um, have I missed any of the main four? Because then you've got Stifler, yeah. who is who is Jock. He's sort of on the fringe, isn't he? Because he, he has already had some sex. He's the archetypal Jock who's already had some sex, played expertly by Sean William Scott. I do have to say that this is his the performance that really introduced him to everyone, and it is an iconic performance. Yeah, yeah, 100%. Because before this, he'd done things like TV and bits and bobs. But um, but this was the 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 moment when he became a thing, um, and then obviously he had Final Destination, Road Trip, Dudes Where's My Car, Evolution, American Pie Two, Old School, um, Bulletproof Monk, Bulletproof the, Monk, the terrible Dukes <laughs> of Hazard movie. Oh no! Um, he Welcome to the Jungle as well. Do you remember Welcome to the Jungle? No. What the hell is that? That is a movie where Sean William Scott. Um, is in a jungle with the rock. <laughs> okay, that, that's a good setup. Sold. <laughs> yeah. What else do you need to know? Um, well, you also need to know that it does star Christopher Walken. Even better. <laughs> that's the only other thing you need to know. Um, so yeah, he was in a he was in a good old run of movies following American Pie, and for good reason because he plays just the worst human being in the world in this movie, and he does it expertly. Um, but yes, and, and then you've got Sherman, who is very much on the fringes and is a, a, a truly awful human being, and is yep. um, and and is like the the dweebiest, most horrible, misogynistic character in the film, even including Stifler, I think. He doesn't have sex, and he lies about it as well. Yeah, he, emotional manipulation is his his deal. Um, but yeah, so, so you've got this main cast of four, and basically they're all thinking, ah, oh, we're meant to have sex by the time we finish high school, because we're dudes, and it's what we do, right? And then an hour and ten minutes is spent of them doing it, so... Um, well, trying to trying to reach that point. So Kevin is trying to work out how to have sex with his girlfriend, um, played by Tara Reid. You've got um, Jim, played by Jason Biggs, who is just trying and failing in various ways. And it takes part in the aforementioned horrible uh, sharing 
lewd footage of a woman without her permission on the internet scene, which really has aged worse than anything else in this movie. Absolutely. And then once it's over and he's clearly like, yeah, he's been humiliated in front of everyone. She just like disappears. He's like, oh, she, she, the next day he says, she's gone back to Ukraine already or wherever. And you're just like, okay, so she just disappeared. So as to completely absolve him of any responsibility for that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, which was which was not not good at all, and it's the thing that's aged the worst about this film. It, it nearly ruins the entire movie. That scene, yeah. even though um, most he, of that scene is actually him dancing. Yeah, yeah, but but the, the implication of if it was just him dancing, I think, I think if basically if you've not seen American Pie, um, the, 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 this girl comes around him to run comes around his house to study. He's put his webcam on to film her in case well in case she gets changed and in case they they make out or anything so we can share it with his friends which is shitty enough yeah however because they're all so desperate all men are so desperate for anything that they'll just like watch one of their mates doing it over a they will yeah they very will destroy, low res web stream destroy the confidence that that their confidence in 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 another person and 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 you know destroy their trust and, and and everything like that just in the name of seeing low res teenager having sex um but yeah so 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 she comes over he's planning to yeah film her um and then she she does get naked and she starts um masturbating on his bed um but unfortunately not only did he send the link to his friends but sent it out to everyone in the high school of course which he actually then- was a common problem with 1999 email to be fair to be fair, yeah, it was. It was. Um, uh, he then runs back over to try and make out with her. And then this is where it it could have been funny if none of this had happened apart from him dancing in his underwear. Yeah. And and jizzing his pants, which is what happens. He then jizzes his pants. Which Sorry is always funny. Lewd term, but we are talking about American Pie here. <laughs> I don't know what you expected of us. Exactly. You know, nearly half an hour in, you're very lucky that you haven't heard the word jizz already. Yeah. <laughs> Exactly. Um and so this move this this scene could have been I mean it's it wouldn't have been funny, but it could have been better if it had entirely flipped it on him. So he was going to share this lewd footage of this girl with his friends, but instead she doesn't get undressed. He then does get undressed and does a silly dance to not only his friendship group but to everyone else in the school without her being impacted. Um that that could have been very funny in its own right if they'd done that and been a yeah. neat little message of don't be an absolute creep who commits federal crimes. Yeah. That, because that that's the good. thing. You're talking about at the end of the film, it it does do that and it does try and push that message, but it just yeah, it feels a bit odd because it's spent, as you say, an hour and ten minutes pushing reach, the exact reach, opposite. Reaching that point, yeah. Um, if you're then, a young man, you should be a desperate pervert. Yeah, and then finally you've got Oz, who is the character who fills the rom-com archetype, where he is a jock. He decides, well, I'm not going to get anywhere with the girls that jocks go after, so I'm going to pretend to be a sensitive guy to try and have sex with a sensitive woman. Um, However, he falls for Mina Savari's character, who is in the jazz singing club, um, and they actually then don't have sex and just form a relationship by the end of the movie. And it's it's surprisingly clean cut. There's no he doesn't hide the fact of the of of their plot when he realizes he likes her. None of that stuff. 
um he he dumps his lacrosse game halfway through to go and sing with her in a singing competition rather than just not going and then having to redo it another time it's actually surprisingly sweet their relationship for a movie like american pie where a man literally fucks a pie um i'm surprised at how sweet their relationship is and the fact that he's up front at the end about being like look yeah we had this uh, we had this plan to all lose our virginity by the end of the year, but actually I really like you and I don't care about that anymore and I just want to be with you. And it's like, oh, that's actually quite nice. Yeah. If it was actually, if the film was actually just their storyline, it would actually be quite a nice film. Buried <laughs> would, in this film yeah. is the kernel of a genuinely effective and nice rom-com about their relationship. Yeah. And, and then finally you've got Finch, who, like I said, just feels like the weird outcast nerdy character from every John Hughes movie. Yeah. De- deliberately so. He's, he's clearly meant to be emulating that kind of character. Who, he's he Anthony never really, Michael Hall. Yeah. He, he, he never really... Who's the guy who played Ducky? <laughs> yeah. He's, he's Ducky. Du- fucky. Yeah. He's fucky. <laughs> this is this is um this is american pie we're talking about here yeah um sorry. and and but and he never really tries to desperately lose his virginity it doesn't seem as though he actually cares that much about it no um in this movie but then of course he does with stifler's mum at the end as a final triumphant revenge to stifler who is of mean course. to him throughout the entire movie um stifler's mum wants to wants to seduce him at the end of the movie um also iconic performance from jennifer coolidge who is who is brilliant (laughs) jennifer coolidge is fantastic and in this obviously you know she's so much more than stifler's mum but (laughs) it's a very good performance as stifler's mum here isn't it and this was the first thing i saw her in as well so yeah yeah Probably the first thing I saw any of these people in, with the possible exception of having seen Alison Hannigan in Buffy. Yeah, Buffy predated this, didn't it? Yeah. So, um, yeah. Can I just point out, I didn't watch all of The White Lotus because it really made my anxiety bad. Oh, really? What I saw of it, Jennifer Coolidge was fantastic in. We watched it all, yeah. And yeah, it, did, it takes some dark turns towards the end. Did I tell you that that was filmed in a hotel next to where we stayed in Hawaii on our honeymoon? Yes, yeah, you did yeah. say that, yeah. So we'd, we'd kind of walked through the lobby and been to the bar and stuff. But um, yeah, it's really, really nice. Amazing, beautiful place. But yeah, that show took some really dark turns. Yeah, I never. I think I would have enjoyed it t- taking those dark turns, but I never made it to that point because just for for some reason it really set off my anxiety and I couldn't continue watching it. No, I, 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 get <laughs> um, I have that. no idea. I have no idea what it was about it, but yeah, it really, really drove me mad, so I had to stop. Um, but yeah, the, the 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 supporting cast is really good. So you've got um, Natasha Leone, who's one of the is the best friend of Tara Reid and is this kind of sassy friend. Uh, kind of archetypal character like you said you've got eugene levy who's jim's dad jason biggs's dad um alison hannigan um like you said of buffy fame um who plays the nerdy um the 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 nerdy band camp character who again you expect to fall into the same tropes as the mina savari uh chris klein relationship but actually again it kind of turns it on its head yeah, where, where she's more more sexually active and and sexually confident than than Jim Jason Biggs's character. Yeah, and she uses him, and then he wakes up and goes, "I've been used." <laughs> yes, yeah. Um. So um. Yeah. So so it's but yeah. So those those are your main archetypes, and then and then you've got the sort of yeah this this pretty solid supportive supporting cast. Um. And it's entirely wasted for the majority of this movie in an incredibly stupid film. 
Yeah. Um, this this is one of the stupidest movies ever made. Let's be honest here. It is very stupid. And I think it led to a lot of other very stupid films as well. And the, uh, as, as in, there's a whole other series of them. I don't know if you've seen any of the others, but also that people sort of ripped it off for other teen sex comedies that were even worse in the intervening years. Yeah, so I've seen American Pie 2, and I remember that being dumb but funny when I was also a stupid teenager. Yeah. I remember we we had American Pie 2 and we watched that a lot as well, but I can't really remember it apart from there's a scene where one of them uses glue as lube and gets his hand stuck to his penis. I seem to remember they go on holiday for the summer. I think that's the story of American Pie 2. But it's one of those summer remember. slash spring break sex yeah. films. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, it's, um, yeah, but I don't remember anything apart from that. Um, but yeah, this 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 led to a number of truly truly awful movies, um, and yeah, basically kickstarted that era of awful teen comedies. Um, so everything bad that you saw in that era, th- this this movie is directly responsible for Euro Trip. Yeah, I think is is the important thing to say. There's a direct um, through line. And also, um, a direct through line to, to, I think it was last week's movie, Along Came Polly, wasn't it? That's the one we did last. Yeah. I, I think yeah. this film is better than that, as you texted me. Far, <laughs> far better than, than Along Came Polly. Um, but but again, it has that through line where this was the... Um, I mean, it, it was made by Universal. This wasn't a... This wasn't a low-key release. Um, although, you know, it, it didn't have a massive budget. Um, this wasn't like an indie studio darling. This was made no. to be a to to be a, a big studio release, a big studio. Um, and it made an insane studio. amount of money. Budget yeah, eleven made, million, box office two hundred and thirty-five million dollars. It made a ridiculous amount of money, um, but it also was kind of unique at the time. That this movie took that kind of sex comedy that you'd seen before in the eighties, of the likes of Porkies and stuff like that, and made it significantly stupider. <laughs> yeah, um, but also less slapstick, does, more pooing. Yeah, less slapstick, more more bodily fluids, um, and there are. Let, let's let's highlight some of the terrible scenes in this movie, then, shall we? Yeah. Just just so people who haven't seen it know what they're getting into. <laughs> if you're gonna go and watch this of all films in 2022, yeah. Um. So you've got cunnilingus jokes. You've got a scene where a man jizzes into a beer, and then someone else drinks that beer and then throws up all over someone. You don't see the throw up, <laughs> but you see the the result of the throw up. Yeah. Um, you've got a man, as I mentioned, fucking a pie. That is quite a funny scene, though, isn't it? His dad walks in <laughs> on him and he's got the pie just over his crotch. And then it just is a really good you know, sort of cinematic moment, actually, when it cuts from that to just like the mangled pie on the table. <laughs> I don't think anyone has ever referred to this movie as cinematic before. Well, I thought <laughs> so that was a good thank cut. Thank you for that. That's what I'm saying. Um, I do like Eugene Levy's reaction to the scene where he says, oh, we'll just tell your mother that we ate it all already. Yeah, that's a nice dad moment. Yeah, a nice dad moment. Um, then you've got a man secretly filming a woman and sharing it on the internet and then jizzing his pants twice in the space of about a minute. Yeah, while lots of people watch it and go, ugh, ugh. Yeah, which oh, is the appropriate so reaction. Oh. It's so sick, um, but I'm not going to turn off the stream. I'm not going to turn off the stream because I'm a horrible creeper in the year 1999. 
Um, you've then got someone being given a laxative and then pooing for a solid minute. Yeah, loudly, well, lots of trumpet sounds come out of his bum. And he's in the ladies' toilet as well, just to make it extra nasty. Yeah, just to make it extra nasty. Um, then you've got... Um, and the whole joke is that he goes home to take a shit because he's never taken a shit at school. He doesn't like He's yeah. bad enough, so he's nicknamed Shitbreak, which is just the kind of nickname that we would have given someone at school if they'd done that. <laughs> yes, there is a realism to the cruelty of this high school, isn't there? Yeah. Um, and then you've got... I, I think that's it for the truly awful, gross-out humour. It is revealed that someone weed himself. Yeah. Now you see him. Don't you see the pee stain on his pants? Oh no, you she, do. Yeah, she calls him out at the prom, and he gets humiliated, which he totally deserves. And then, it, which he deserves, and then he and then he 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 weaves himself. Yeah, you do see the. You don't see the him literally pissing, but you see the piss on his trousers. Um, but I think that's it for the gross out, isn't and it? And isn't he a- the guy who eats the pizza with pubes on it, and she's all that? I think he is, isn't he? I think he it's the same guy. Sim- I think it certainly looks the same if it is if it is him. Um. Yeah, <laughs> let's do a little search. His name is Chris Owen, isn't it? Sherman plays the Shermanator. Yeah, um, I was right. Yeah, nineteen ninety nine. She's all that. He plays Derek Funkhauser Rutley. So in the same year, he both peed himself and ate a pew pizza. Yeah, it is interesting yeah. that this came out the same year as She's All That, which I think is a much better film. Still has its uh, its problems, which we d- we did talk about in quite early we on. Did. I think it's about episode yeah. twenty or something. Yeah, one hundred percent. But she's all that feels very much more like a nineties comedy, and this feels like a two thousands comedy, wouldn't you say? Yeah, definitely. And I think that's there's a real of divide between the two, um, because this was really whereas she's all that kind of felt like the tail end of that era. This feels like the forerunner of the next era of stupider teen movies. Yeah, definitely. And this is you know it's it's there's clearly a vast gap between this and something like Ten Things I Hate About You, for example. <laughs> oh yeah, one hundred percent, one hundred percent. But can I now talk about the things that are good about this movie, of which there are few? Of course, but you can. Can I talk about how American Pie is secretly an anti-toxic masculinity masterpiece? Yeah, as long as you only watch the last 20 minutes. As long as you only watch the last 20 minutes. So, (laughs) for an hour and 10 minutes, we have seen the depraved actions as a bunch of stupid, stupid children. Um, And then in the last 20 minutes, it kind of flips it all on its head. So, um, let's see what our characters learn. If Oz, our jock, learns that actually liking someone is far more important than just getting laid and losing your virginity and is willing to quite happily be with someone without sex being a part of the agenda. Yeah. Strike one for fuck you masculine norms of behaviour in 1999. You've got Kevin, who is going out with Tara Reid's character. Um, He realizes and yes he does lose his virginity but he realizes that actually that's not as important as actually loving someone and caring for someone and over the course of the movie through various stupid things he actually learns how to care for her in different ways yeah and actually the act of caring for someone is far more important than an arbitrary kick uh, tick box strike two fuck you toxic masculinity you've got jim jim is still a piece of shit however he has learnt through the actions of Alison Hannigan's character that actually women have sexual agency just as much as men do. 
men think about losing their virginity men think about having sex without actually and this movie for an hour and 10 minutes it's it's hardly talked about about women wanting to have sex with the exception of a little bit about tara reed's character but then yeah. allison's Har- allison hannigan's character turns all of this on its head and showcases that actually she has just as much agency from a sexual perspective as as he does uh and he learns this and is like oh okay strike three and then of course there's finch who learns that actually um a man's needs are 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 sort of parallel to a woman's needs and the way that you speak to someone doesn't just have to fit with your general um sexual norms or romantic norms and that people can find happiness with people of different who are different to themselves yeah and that you don't need to brag because there's a whole thing where like and he you don't pays, need to brag what's the name yeah. he pays the, the sassy friend character 200 dollars to to spread rumors about the size of his penis yeah, well, yeah, I think he says just to say that he's good in bed and then it kind of expands into all of these very stereotypical ways like that he's got a, a, a big penis, that he slept with an older woman, that he, um, that he he's got tattoo. tattoos, <laughs> that he beats someone up and all of these things all, all tie into again into those toxic masculine norms. Whereas in reality, he then realises, actually, I don't need to have this. People don't need to have this perception about me. I can just be who I am. Yeah, and 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 that is more important. So actually, the final message of this movie, whereas something like Superbad is very much still centered around its male core characters and about their friendship, and them realizing their friendship is the most important thing, actually, American Pie's message at the end <laughs> is a lot more progressive than a lot of the movies that came after it, which is basically saying, "Did you watch these dumb shits being dumb shits for the for an hour and ten minutes?" have some more of that here's why they were here (laughs) and and, and that's what all of the movies that followed american pie are all about whereas here at the end of american pie it's actually saying this shit is wrong here they've all learned to be happy and more mature and more themselves by ignoring and overcoming those masculine norms yeah and there's a good scene when they're at the prom isn't there where they're all talking about it and they they kind of realize that the whole pact is stupid and they don't really care and he goes i hate sex (laughs) yes exactly exactly american pie secret feminist masterpiece (laughs) yeah i wouldn't go that far but but it was a pleasant surprise wasn't it yeah this movie is a is a this movie is a piece of shit and it's got all sorts of horrible problems with it but actually its message at the end is very refreshing it has heart in its core and it's it's has more nuance than you might think for a sex comedy i think it's fair to say (laughs) Yeah, that's a only that's a little the bit most more. polite way. That's the most polite way of putting it. This movie is still not a good watch if you if you're not a piece of shit. If you don't like your sloppy steaks, yeah. <laughs> if you don't slick back, yeah. Um, but it is it is better than I thought it was going to be, and I was actually really surprised at how nuanced that end is. To be honest with you, yeah, um, me too. I, I was very surprised, and that helps the film to cohere because most films you you want there to be some kind of learning, doesn't it? It's it's the kind of classic story structure: a closed ending of irreversible change, blah blah blah. That like actually, this film does do that, so it it makes it a satisfying story as well, even though it's mostly a character driven piece. Yeah, yeah, one hundred percent. This this is the nineteen ninety nine equivalent of a Christmas Carol. Yeah, where where it has that strong moral leaning that its characters learn at the end. Yet 
in the future people will not remember that and instead they will just refer to the movie or the main character based on its initial uh its initial message so for instance if you're mean at christmas time you're called a scrooge even though at the end of that day scrooges learn about how good christmas is and how socialism is the best political system and they should care for one another um no one thinks of american pie as having a message about not being a dumb fuck who only cares about (laughs) sex even though the message at the end is don't be a dumb fuck who only cares about sex don't have sex with pies Um, don't have sex with pies (laughs) Instead, people think, oh, yeah, that's the movie where someone jizzes in a beer. That's the movie where someone has sex with a pie. That's the movie where someone poos. Um, And obviously, this is not helped by the fact that it had a million sequels and a million movies trying to emulate what it did. Yeah, all of which were worse at having that kind of ending. Yeah, yeah, far... Yeah, well, I can't remember many of them because they've all completely fallen off the face of the earth now. But um but yeah, the ones that I remember are truly, truly awful films. Um and I yeah, not not good at all. But yeah, th- th- this movie started it and it's a shame because actually it's the end isn't bad. The yeah. end, the end kind of works. American Wedding is the third one that came out in 2003. I feel like I might have seen that in the cinema. I I have only seen I've only seen American Pie and American Pie 2. I have not seen American Wedding. I've not seen American Reunion. And then of course there were the the spin-off movies as well. So just having a look, there was American Pie Presents Bandcamp, which has one of the worst posters I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> Um, the naked oh, yeah. who are mile. all these people? There's a guy who looks like a sort of Poundland Paul Rudd, and then it looks like they've got all these kids who are like nobodies, and then they've just photoshopped Eugene Levy into the corner, but he's actually in it. <laughs> <laughs> um, you've got American Pie Presents Bandcamp, The Naked Mile, you've got Beta House, you've got The Book of Love, and you've got American Pie presents Girls Rules, which came out in 2020. Oh dear! They're still making American Pie movies, and I saw that they are making American Pie, whatever the 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 next one's going to be. Is it American Pie Four in the official? Oh right, in the official canon. Are people actually reprising their roles? Um. So at the moment, let's have a little look on IMDb. I'm just looking at this American Pie Presents Girls Rules. It is the first film in the franchise to neither feature Eugene Levy nor contain any nudity. Boo! <laughs> well, that that doesn't bode well, does it? No, no. no Eugene Levy, no party. <laughs> um, so, so, yeah, American Pie 5 it is. I don't know what happened to American Pie 4. Oh, no, that was the reunion, wasn't it? American Pie reunion. Oh, right. That I've, I've not seen that either, of course. I've not seen that. Um, um, so instead, we've got American Pie 5. At the moment, it's got Paul Finch returning. So Finch is coming back and the Shermanator is coming back. They're the only two people who are confirmed, according to IMDb. Okay. Um, I don't know what that means about the rest of the cast or if it's just going to be a very awkward <laughs> meeting between these two. <laughs> um, but yeah, um, Tara Reid has said that it will happen. Last year, she said it'll happen. Um, whether it will or not um, remains to be seen. Um, maybe at some point we should watch all of the American Pie uh, movies. Maybe we should, yeah, all of them. 
Can, do you want to know a little bit of the plot of American Wedding, the third one? Sure, Jim Levenstein yeah. prepares to propose to Michelle at a restaurant when his dad calls to tell him he has the ring. She misinterprets when Jim stalls the question and his dad arrives as he is receiving fellatio from her under the table. The mishap grasps everyone's <laughs> attention, Jesus. but Jim proposes and Michelle accepts. That, well, I'll, I'll save the rest. Okay. Oh, and yeah, then I'll, I mean, I'll skip to the mind. end. The film ends with the MILF guys, aka Justin and John, spying on Stifler's mum and Finch having sex in the hot tub. So there you go. A much, <laughs> a much less nuanced ending than American Pie 1. <laughs> okay, I'm glad to hear it. Um, can I point out that at the moment the person attached to American Pie 5 is Hayden Schlossberg, who is probably best known for directing Harold and Kumar Escape from Guantanamo Bay. Okay, <laughs> I've not seen any of those. Um, he also wrote American Reunion, so at least there is a... Um, a, uh, a a link through there um which uh which yeah apparently fans of american pie liked american reunion i could um, see that like it has actually got the original cast so i, I guess yeah yeah it, it's not one of the american pie presents movies it is in the the i like how there's a an american pie cinematic universe yeah <laughs> i did not expect to find that out watching <laughs> <laughs> this um so uh so so yeah it's um it's quite something it's quite something um but yeah is there anything else you want to say about american pie and just soundtrack soundtrack and score i thought were quite good there was some some good songs on the soundtrack of the time obviously um one week by the bare naked ladies is in it twice and the fact that it, the film <laughs> ends it with eugene levy dancing to it in the corridor oh, that's perfect um but yeah there was some some nice songs weren't there yeah, yeah, it's got some got some good ones in it. Um, obviously, you've got um, uh, <laughs> yeah, you've, you've you've got you've got one week, of course, uh, which is an iconic song of that era. Um, but then you've got yeah, um, all sorts of other stuff. You've got Sugar Ray on there as well. You got um, Flagpole Sitter by Harvey Danger, which also then was well known as the theme from Peep Show. Oh, yep, yep, you've got the Peep Show peep show song and fun fact on that you remember bean dad i do remember bean dad yeah he was the keyboardist in harvey danger for a little while oh, really yeah ah well there we go um it's uh it's yeah it's 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 got a good pop punky alt rocky soundtrack doesn't yeah, it? yeah celebrity skin by hole obviously yeah. mrs robinson plays during the the scene with stifler's mum but there's also some like horny big band music playing when finch walks in and she's there or she walks in on him it's yeah so it's it all the music i thought helps to, does help a lot to tie it together yeah it it it, it, it matches it a lot doesn't it um, the only thing it missed was um, My Own Worst Enemy by Lit, which yeah. is the kind of song that you think, this should have been in American Pie. Yeah. Um, I bet is, you that's in the a... film Loser, though. Do you remember the film Loser? Loser, yeah, that was the one that was Weezer, the Weezer song, wasn't Wheatus. it? No, Weetus song. Weetus song. <laughs> um, but yeah, so in Sorry, my... yeah, I, I was thinking of the worst band between the two. Yeah, um. but this film. So, loser, <laughs> loser is a terrible film. Have you ever seen it? I've I've not seen it. No, we'll, we'll I just get around to it being from the video to Weeters. But it also stars yeah Jason Biggs and Mina Suvari. So in my head, I confused the two, and I was like, oh, does he get with her? But she's going with Oz, and then I remembered that was a whole different film. But yeah, the soundtrack to that. I'm just looking through this. Going, did it have lit? No, but it did have Pretty Fly for a White Guy, 
obviously Teenage Dirtbag had the music video that tied into this terrible film. It had, um, a, you know, Bloodhound Gang, Everclear, yeah. It's funny because it's um, it's directed. I've I've never seen it, but yeah, I've heard not great things about it. But it's directed by Amy Heckerling, who did um, National Lampoon's European Vacation and Fast Times at Ridgemont High and right. Clueless. And it's like, oh, this is yeah. It's weird that that Loser didn't is isn't very good. Apparently, maybe we should watch it at some point. I think we should. It. I think it'd be an interesting one because I think everyone was like, oh. Here's another film with Jason Biggs. Oh, it's nowhere near as good as American Pie. Oh, dear. <laughs> Doesn't have someone. Well, maybe it does have someone pooing for a minute. Maybe it does. I can't remember. Greg Kinnear is, is the other guy. It's a love triangle with him. He's he's the professor that she's in a relationship with. Maybe, maybe ah, he does okay. some pooing. I don't know. There we go. There we go. Um, yeah, so it's... it's uh, yeah, it's, it's certainly a film. Old... Uh, old uh, american pie can i just point out something else that has a very good soundtrack have you heard of the tv series yellow jackets no i have not it is all the rage at the moment it is um it's about a high school soccer team uh, a girl's soccer team that uh survives a plane crash in the wilderness but then bad things happen and the soundtrack is is set back in the night so it flips between modern day and uh and the 90s and the 90s soundtrack is oh it is so good all right it's just absolutely fantastic um so yeah i've only watched the first episode so far of yellow jackets but i've heard incredibly good things from the whole series all right i'll have Um, to check it out and uh yeah highly recommend it just purely for the music alone it's very good it's got pj harvey in it so you know what what more what more sweet sounds great Um, but yes, anyway, any, anything else you want to say about American Pie before we... Uh... No, I, I think we've covered it, haven't we? It's There are some things that will surprise you about it, watching it now. If you have the nostalgia for it, you actually might probably enjoy it a lot. If you've never seen it, it'll probably be a weird one that won't quite land, but you'll understand its place in culture. So I enjoyed revisiting it, even though it's terrible in many ways. It, it yeah yeah uh, i i don't know if i enjoy revisiting it because i'd never had that much of an emotional attachment to it but i was surprised at the bits that were good and yeah. got exactly what i expected from the bits that were bad <laughs> to be honest <laughs> yeah that sounds about right um so i've got a little bit of trivia for you so adam hertz uh the writer uh, initially titled it when he was submitting the script to studios, um, untitled teenage sex comedy that can be made for under 10 million, which studio readers will likely hate, but I think you will love. <laughs> and then eventually they <laughs> bit, changed the bit long. American Pie. Yeah, bit of a mouthful. Yes. Um, it took four tries for this film to get an R rating instead of an NC-17. I guess they cut some bodily fluids. Yeah, maybe there, there was some actual poo that got cut. Um, and Sean William Scott was only paid $8,000 for his role. Ouch. Um, which was his first in his feature-length movie. I'm sure he made a lot more after that fact. Because um, this was his, his film debut. He'd done some television and stuff before this. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, it's, uh, it, it's, yeah, it's, um, it's certainly a movie. <laughs> it's a movie. And Eugene Levy is a good dad. Um, and he, he's a good dad. So how are we how are we going to rate this this bad boy then? Uh, let's see. How many pies are you going to have sex with? <laughs> That's the obvious choice, isn't it? <laughs> that is the obvious choice. Um, it's going to be a solid nine pies for me. 
Yeah, that um, sounds about right. I'll I'll go one higher and go for a ten. I'll 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 be generous and say it's halfway it, there. Yeah, if if it was fifty fifty between the horribleness and them slowly realizing that their horribleness was not good, I'd probably give it a higher score. But the fact that it is literally just at the end that works does deduct some points for me. The majority of this film is just shite. <laughs> Yeah. There's no polite way of putting it. The majority of the film is shite, but the, but the end is it's good. Poo. The end does kind of make up for it. Yeah. So yeah, 10 out of 20 for me, 9 for you. Yeah. Yeah, excellent. So up next, screw it, let's keep this rolling. Let's watch Road Trip. All right. Sounds good. <laughs> Having t- I, didn't, I didn't come into this episode with a plan of what to watch next. So yeah, okay. let's watch Road Trip. Is this the first time we've had a Tom Green movie? I think it is, you know. We've, t- we've touched on it before, but I think we've never actually done one. So, yeah, it'll be interesting. Yeah, interesting's a word for it. I've not watched this movie again in about 20 years. No, this one oh. I, I have fewer <laughs> memories of. It wasn't one that was as quoted, but it was definitely around. Um, yeah, so let's find out if Road Trip holds up 20 years after its release. Especially as we've done the Road answer. Trip. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Very good, very good. Well, um, thank you very much for tuning in. We hope you enjoyed our discussion of um, American Pie, a film that's now very old. (laughs) If you decide to revisit it, I hope you get something out of it. Um, Hope you enjoyed hearing us talk about it. Um, There's a link in our show notes where you can give us money. It's just like a tip jar. Um, You know, no no subscriptions or anything like that. And we don't have ads, you know, just just the little tip jar. Um, You can find us on Twitter at Big Boys Don't Pod and you can... Write to us if you want to tell us our opinions are wrong at bigboysdon'tcrypodcast at gmail.com. And we'll be back next week to talk about Road Trip. Alrighty, bye-bye. Bye.